Hello everyone, it's Shubhradeep and this is my very first podcast and it might be thinking that who is this guy the starting a new podcast I've, I have never heard of him. Well, let me just introduce myself in that case and I am an engineering student currently pursuing my bachelor's in computer science and now I'm in currently in third year. You have dropped here for a reason for quite obvious because most of you have saw the share that i have made or i have posted on various social media sites well this is my very first podcast and i'm very excited to let you know that we are going to talk about cool new techs maybe not new maybe as old as mp3 or vga cables who might know well do you know what vga cables are well don't worry we will always be eager to help you guys out with what it is and we are trying to solve the gap the gap which is created because technology is progressing very fast and with to catch up with that fast pace it's not possible for everyone like five years down the line we had lcd tvs very common and now we have leds like plasma tvs nowadays are not so quite good but oled is gaining a very popularity right now so what are these technologies what is oled what is led and lcd well i don't care unless and until it displays the picture right with a very good and maybe an optimum resolution which i can see and the brightness can be good that's all what i hope for. but there is a technology that's underlying that and there might be some people like me who ask questions that how is this thing working and why is it working like that why are things sometimes misbehaving and sometimes color is not accurate of the lcd and why are you even jumping from led to oled now does it even make sense well it obviously does that's why we always upgrade but that's the case where we will be discussing about each and every technology over here and clarifying with you what it does and how it performs its tasks and how fast they are how reliable they are are they used right now or not we will discuss everything about it in fairy details and this will be the podcasts all about the very first topic of this podcast which i have picked today is quite an interesting one because there has been a meme in social media about this which is quite funny where in a whatsapp group there are few girls and a few guys a girl asks in the whatsapp group that if i install the windows 7 32 bit twice will my machine become a 64 bit system and then another girl replies back that yes if you install it twice it will even become windows 14 well that's a quite of a joke and then every one of the mail from the group left and that's a meme right and we have here to talk about the real thing that what really is a 32 bit system and what really is a 64 bit system and what does it even bring you to the table 
what does it mean 32 and 64 let's talk about that well the first hype that was created for 32 bit versus 64 bit system was i saw it in google that a result of nearly over 1.2 billion came up when i searched for 32 bit versus 64 bit system can you just imagine it's 1.2 billion results for just that and some of this hype was just created in 2003 when amd first released their 64 bit athlon cpu for the pc market and that hype again generated during september 2013 when apple first announced its a7 chip with the first iphone yes it was the first phone it was an iphone which had the 64 bit architectural support that was known as the a7 chip and that was an arm based chip a mobile computing device which was capable of computing a 64 bit chip now you might be thinking what does it even mean to you why would you even care to think about what to buy a 64 bit system or a 32 bit system well let's get into that first now to understand that we need to get the basics very right that what is a bit a bit is a single character which just represent a binary value a zero or a one a false or a true that is what binary is a binary is zero and one and with each bit we can represent only two values that zero and one and with two bits we can represent four values and with three bits we can represent eight values and so on the number grows on exponentially by 2 to the power n where n is the number of bits that you are going to represent now you will hear about bits in all kinds of computer related things maybe it computing maybe it's data transfer data storage to processing the data that is the really the toughest job for each and everything well talking about microprocessors we come back to the cpu and where a single bit in a cpu like the 32 bit or a 64 bit a bit in the cpu represents that how many addresses the it can represent in the memory like a 32 bit system can represent a maximum of a 4 gigabytes of memory and while a 64 bit system can represent up to 16 billion gigabytes of memory well then you might be thinking the more the ram the faster my cpu then throw in all your money on the ram and make your computer run faster and smoother no need to buy new hardware bro we can just install a 64 bit system and put in just more and more ram and make it faster but that isn't the case the more ram is just useful when the processor can have its computing power and the ram is generally used for storage not to increase the speed of the memory surely it does for some low end pcs right now like you can't run windows 10 on some 1 gig of memory 
maybe it recommends on his web page that yes on 1 gig of memory windows 10 will run but on my system i have a 12 gig of ram and windows literally takes up 2.3 gigs of ram just on startup without loading any kind of extra applications on my system memory so you can understand that just increasing the system memory doesn't make your computer run faster but it surely does help to for the computer to manage the memory well so you should get my point that in a lot of ram is not so good because the computer doesn't even need that amount of ram what you are pushing into it it just uses what it's required like even some of the, these days cpus doesn't use too much of ram they use page file in the hard drive which saves a bit of ram and doesn't the code which is not in use right now they put in the page file but that's a different topic we will discuss about that later adding more bits to the computer isn't just a so easy task at all it requires lot of hard work like the extension of the instruction set architecture and completely redesigning the hardware which is very 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 expensive and very costly because the whole designing of the hardware components needs to be rearranged and rethinked before anything new can be applied on it and we need to compile the codes for the 64 bit system as well to just to run it on 64 bit system by not having any performance increase so we need to write code for 64 bit system just to make sure that yes it runs properly and utilizes all the bits of the 64 bit system so that it just works for the 64 bit system like you might have noticed some days back like when if you have downloaded a file for a 64 bit application and you try to run it on windows 32 bit it will just show you an error that this is not a valid win 32 application this is where you can see that a 64 bit system cannot run 64 bit system application cannot run on a 32 bit computer but a 32 bit application can surely run on a 64 bit system but it would not benefit from that that's quite obvious that because it's written for 32 bit systems and it cannot take advantage of the extra 32 bits that which 64 bit system has apart from having all the instruction set architectures and the hardware re redesigning each and every driver of the component like each and every hardware has a driver component which needs to be written in 64 bit as well to work in that 64 bit system so we this transition for 64 bit from 32 bit to 64 bit system hasn't been a quite uh, easy task for developers to work around but yes we have now moved on to 64 bit systems and it has now been very much streamlined that yes each most of the devices like more than 75% of the devices right now are using this 64 bit architectures from the mobile computing devices yes like your smartphones to the laptops and big server machines that on which cloud servers are running and the thing which is very confusing right now while maybe you installing windows or something like that 
you see that 64-bit systems are written as x64, whereas 32-bit systems are written as what? I guess you know the answer. Maybe it's x86. So you might be thinking that what is even that? How is the nomenclature like that? Why 64-bit is having as x64, but what 32-bit is having x86? What does it even mean? Why is it called the x86? It has a very good reason. Because the 32-bit system, which we currently use right now, was developed by Intel, and that was known as the IA32, or the Intel Architecture 32, which uses the 86 instruction set architecture, which was first implemented in the 80386 microprocessor. And that microprocessor was developed in 1985. Just remember 1985, that's a long way back. And we are still using that technology on which these everyday, day-to-day, -day, like Core i3, i5, i7, all are based upon that same architecture with just a little bit of instruction set extensions and maybe some ha hardware beneficials. Yeah, there are obvious hardware benefits, but it's the core ideology of the processor is based on the 80386 microprocessor. And that's a quite a bit interesting because from there on, we are using that 32-bit CPUs. And now we are generally moving slowly pacing towards to 64-bit because that's a necessity, right? Four gigs of RAM in this 2018 is not quite enough for everyone to walk around. Like today, phones are coming in 10 gigs of RAM. Okay, could you imagine that? Yes, four gigs of RAM. Nowadays, normal smartphones are having four gigs of RAM. And if you talk about four gigs of RAM with PC and laptop, well, that's such a kind of, yeah. So we need to just get past the 32-bit system and forget it. And it's a thing of the past. And now we are moving to 64-bit system. And what 64-bit system is, it's faster, it's more robust, more registers, more bandwidth. And that's what the salespeople from these companies like Intel, TSM, not maybe not TSMC, but Intel and AMD are pushing out like, yes, 64-bit system, yay! But is it really making that impact on the performance that you make? Well, you may not be able to see it with your eyes, but yes, it's obviously does a huge amount of change. It does a make a leap in a great way for performance. So 64-bit is obviously a better go. Bigger the number, the better it is. Yeah, that's my point. So 64-bit system are obviously better than a 32-bit system. And by right now, you might have note very clear that what a 32-bit system is and what a 64-bit system is. And both are just really based upon that IA32, that's Intel Architecture 32, the first processor that was implemented on the 32-bit system by Intel was the, was the 80386 microprocessor in 1985. And that's where the x86 
comes from. Thank you guys. That's all for today. I hope you like this. I think it has been a very long podcast. This is my first time. Well, I'm just learning. And forgive me for my mistakes that I've been doing. And I'll try to rectify it. Please tell me in the comments. And you can send me a voiceover also from Anchor. Thank you all. Have a great day.